0: Amen. Thank you so much, Sister Tracy. Thank you so much. Praise and worship team. Before, hey, before I minister today, uh, we're going to be blessed. Uh, Sister Tiffany Jones is going to minister us in dance today. Sister Tiffany Jones. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the impartation of your spirit. Thank you, Lord, for letting your presence be known. We thank you, Lord, for chasing after you. Oh, Lord, how much we appreciate you. We can't thank you enough for all that you do for us. And we want to thank you today for this great opportunity to speak to your people. And we ask you, Lord, to let your word penetrate their heart. Let every person leave here with something that would help them go a little bit further and strengthen their faith just a little bit more. Love you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The power... A man I, uh, <clears throat> I often <clears throat> struggled when I was younger uh, with insecurities, and uh, I was a kind of heavyset kid when I was growing up, and so I was very insecure. Uh, we were poor and uh, not having much, and uh, then being overweight. Uh, didn't go hand in hand. You know, so uh, I was a semi-bully uh, because people would tease me and the only way I could get them off me, Marcus, I had to one-two them. <laughs> I had to touch them a little bit. Right? And, uh, and so uh, uh, I really was uh, so uh, insecure. And uh, so Satan made me that way. Um, he let things happen in my life. That made me feel like we was not that important. Uh, We was trying to be a part of a a program, and we couldn't even get a mentor. My brothers and I, and all of us. So nobody really wanted to be in the Big Brother program. Nobody wanted us, you know. So um, we just survived, you know. um, So it was very challenging. Um, But I, when I graduated from college, um, I I came into a relationship with a man that changed my life forever, and his name was Jesus, right? Uh, Jesus literally transformed me uh, into something totally different, right? Uh, I gained a lot of confidence when I was in college and all that, but my, uh, I really came into myself um, when I found Jesus, right? And so when the uh, praise team is talking about, you know, chasing after him and, and I need you more and more, and, and I just want to praise you for what you've done for me, right? Uh, because I was trying to find something, and I didn't know what to find. Uh, I didn't know what it was because all I seen was uh, uh, gambling and, and drinking and playing tonk and pitty pat and shooting dice. And, you know, some of you all were like, just got excited when I said that. You know, <laughs> y'all, remember, y'all remember those days, Sister Knox, they were playing pitty pat, you know, and tunk and all that kind of stuff. Some of you, I still play tunk. I'm praying for you. Right. So, you know, but uh, uh, God, God was amazing. Uh, and so, but when I came into this relationship with Jesus, it changed my life forever. Right. And uh, uh, little hill, uh, uh, you're a really good basketball player, man. And uh, but I was phenomenal, man. I, I was like your dad. I was really, really, really good. I was the most valuable player two years in a row. Muskegon, I was the homecoming king and and all that kind of stuff, man. But I still really didn't know who Jesus was. You know, I really didn't know him. I didn't really embrace him. I didn't realize until later on, um, after I graduated college, man, that it was was because of him I am what I am, right? Boy, I wish I had known him when I was younger because I thought I was good. I really, 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 really been good if I could have just gave my life to him and just let him lead me, you know, I would have been phenomenal, uh, but I didn't do that when I was younger, unfortunately. But God still loved me anyway. Now, I'm talking to somebody who uh, who have not made that commitment, and they think it's them. They think it's their gifts. They think, they think it's their talent that got them where they are, uh, their smarts and their brilliance. But there's also some people out there, man, who people have told you you're nothing. And you don't mean nothing. You're not going to mount to nothing. You're not going to be about anything. Some of you have been married to men or women who say you weren't going to be anything and and uh, uh, you, when I leave you, you ain't going to get nobody else, and, and I'm the best thing since sliced bread, and, and you're going to fall on your face, and, and they left you, but, but you're still standing. Amen. You're still weathering the storm, right? Um, so, so, uh, so regardless of what the enemy said, God uh, still love you. Now, now this is going to be interesting uh, because the kingdom is very unique, and when you deal with religion, uh, religion uh kind of separates people, and it's really sad uh, what it does is it really almost uh, takes us and we make it make us elite right and we We become elite, Mr. Smith, and we think uh, uh, we're the ones, and everybody else there over there, but when you read the gospels, uh Jesus always ministered to the ones that was broken, so and when you read his work man, he healed. Everybody that he touched. Regardless of their background, their scenarios, their situation, why did God do that? Why did Jesus, who came with all this power, why was he healing and delivering uh, everybody that came in his path? Not just him, but we're going to talk about his disciples as well. Why did he do that? I think he did it because uh, God loved you. I want you to understand that. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care what you're going through, man. God loves you. And God always have people in the wings there to encourage you along the way. I had a conversation with Tyrese um, Oaks the other day. And me and Tasha was dealing with Tyrese because Tyrese had went to school. And uh, when he first went, he went down there, and they was going like 18 hours a day. They was watching film and practice, and Tyrese wasn't ready for that. He had been in Muskegon. He's an all-state football player, and he was the man. He walked around. He had just got his little dress, like little little uh, heel, and, and he was the man <laughs> riding around, man. His mom had bought him a car, and, and you couldn't tell him nothing, but he forgot to work out he forgot that you couldn't just be cool he, he, he thought his talent was going to take him here. you know what I'm talking about Big Hill Dad, he, he thought he could make it he got down there man they started running and he didn't realize that all the kids was hungry you know and all the kids and even the coaches was hungry and they, they said man in order for me to eat I got to make sure you work and they was running him so high he called his mama and said it's over this, God didn't call me to do this he said, no, Mama, God didn't call me to do this, Mama. This is not my dream. This Daddy Daddy's dream. This, this, this ain't my dream. But <laughs> I told Tasha I was going to tell the So I'm going to leave it over there because I got to tell t- t- testimony. And, and she was going through heck, man. She was crying and boo-hooing. And all this because her son had all the school paid for. And she had saved up money for Man-Man. And, then, and, and, uh, 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 and the, other, the oldest one it had already graduated. Right? So she got some money in the bank for Man-Man, but she ain't got none in the bank for Tyrese. So, Tyrese is already paid for it, so she's good. So, when Tyrese said, Mom, I'm quitting, she said, Oh, no, you ain't. Because I ain't know you ain't. So, she called me. She said, Pastor, you need to call Tyrese. So, I called Tyrese. I said, Tyrese, man, he said, Listen, Pastor. He texted me. He said, Pastor, I can't do this. I said, I called his mom. And he said, He told his mom, You can't make me do it. I said, Tasha, you can't do this to him. You can't make him do it. She said, Oh, yes, I can. The difference, man, between me and, and Tasha and her son, older son, told us, said, Mama, you can't do that. You just got to let him be. She said, No, that ain't my son. And the difference was it was a financial investment for her. I was just encouraging her. <laughs> it was going to cost her about $20,000 a year. She said, Oh, he going to play something, hockey or football, ping pong or something. He going he to do something, right? So, and and so... So when when t- I ain't gonna tell you how she turned him, but she turned him right, and so uh, I'm gonna let her tell you how that went, right. But but she turned him, and then I, I was at the football game Friday night, and then and he said to me, he's a he's a pastor man. He said that that first week was hell, man. He said ain't nothing like it. He said, man, it's fun now. I, I, I can do this now. <laughs> and uh and. But the thing was, but God had given him the gift and the talent and all that. And sometimes gifts and talent alone don't do it. Right? So I I found this video and I sent it to him and all that. But gifts and talents don't do it alone. But God, now watch this It's important. I want you guys to get this, man. Because uh, the devil is going to throw all kind of stuff at you and make you want to give up in life. He's he going to make you want to stop in life and say, it ain't worth it. I can't take it no more. This is too much for me, and I want to quit. I'm telling you, man, don't throw in the towel. You know, uh, if you can make it through the training camp, the reward is going to be great. And I told, I left guy, I said, man, listen, they like you. I told Tyrese, man, you know they like you. He said, no, they, they talking about me and all that. But the difference was in high school, when you're real good, they watch film on, on Saturday, Sunday. But in college, they watch film every day. So you can't hide, Hill. So when, when you just jogging, you can, you can jog now, and then Coach Guy going to play you Friday night. In college, they saw you in practice. And you was loafing, and they watched every move. Tyrese told me, he said, Pastor, they watching me, man, walk across the football field. (laughs) He said, they had film of me, man, talking to somebody. They was watching everything I was doing. They filmed everything because they got everybody's good, and they trying to weed out, right? And only the ones who, watch this here, who plug in, right, and lock in is going to make it. The only one that's going to make it against the devil is the one who locks into Jesus. If you don't lock into him, the devil going to throw all kind of stuff at you. You say, this is just too much for me. This situation is too bad. I can't handle this. I got to quit. Don't give up. Hold your horses because God created you. You was built for this. Before you was ever conceived in your mother's womb, God had already knew it. You know, I went to a funeral the other day, and a guy was preaching. I said, "Man, I gotta tell the story a little bit of it." He tell me about the rainbow. So if I mess it up, you guys hang with me, right? So he said, "A rainbow is such a beautiful thing, man. After rain, you see it in the sky, and it's so gorgeous, and it's got multiple colors, right? Who, I mean, who know the colors of the rainbow, right? Right? What's the colors of the rainbow, Tasha? Yellow and blue. Stop. Yellow and blue. I just take them two colors, right? So he says. And so I'm going to use those two. He said, man, if you take the yellow out, it ain't no rainbow. He said, you got to put the yellow back. He said, if you go take the blue out, he said, you still don't have a rainbow. He said, in order for it to be a rainbow, you got to add the blue back in, right? He says, this is good. Don't, don't miss this, uh, pair." He says, a God, in order for the rainbow to be the rainbow, it has to have all its colors. Marcus, he says, remember this is whatever you're going through in life, God, when you accept Jesus Christ your Lord and so Savior, he said, everything works together for the good. Everything in your life need to be in your life for you to be everything God intend for you to be. So whatever you're going through in life, man, don't give up now because You needed to be this over here. In order for you to finish you got to have that, Lance. I know you didn't like it when it was happening to you, but God says, what I did to you, it was for your good. But the devil makes you think it's for your bad, and you'll quit and give up, right? But God built you for this. He built you for the pandemic. You know, years ago, they couldn't handle the pandemic, so God didn't bring it. But you hear, and he built you for it. And you can make it through this thing. And you can do it. Everybody said the power of man. Now, in Genesis, God said, Let us make man in our image. Now, why would God create man and make man a failure? He knew when he created us, man, he wanted us to be like him. He said, I built you to last. He said, I built you to heal. He said, I built you to deliver. He said, I built you to set people free. He said, I built you. You were built for this. He said, before you was ever conceived in your mother's womb, I already saw your future. He said, I finished you before I ever started you. So whatever you're going through, you're only going through it. Remember that you're going through You're not stopping. You're going through it. It feels like it's over. But I'm telling you, you're only going through it. So he said, I created man in our image, after our likeness. Then he said something powerful. He said, I want you to have dominion. Now, why would God give you dominion if he didn't think you can d- dominate? Now, now, this is important. Now, you can't dominate in everything, but you can dominate in the area in which you're gifted. And, and so, so so wherever you are, you got, you got to rise and you got to grow where you're planted. Right? And, and you got to know, if I stay with God, uh, I'm going to, listen, the roots going to go deeper and then we're going to be like a palm tree. We're going to grow taller. And when the storm hits, the tree going to bend, but it won't break. That's why he said the righteous share flourish like a palm tree, like a cedar in Lebanon. Right? That's the righteous. He said those are the ones who understand who Christ is and they accept him and they make a commitment to following him. Right? And everybody said follow him. Follow him. Now, uh, in Acts chapter 8, chapter 1, verse 8, it says, but you will receive not you might because in order for you to have dominion and dominate some man you can't do it without the power you can't deal with Satan man without the power of the Holy Spirit you can't deal with it he said you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you that's important to understand that it only comes man when you embrace Christ when you embrace Christ, man, God give you something, man, to be able to deal with the demonic forces that's gonna come up against you. Some are gonna be so hectic, you don't see how you gonna make it. But he said, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Everybody say, I'm built for this. All right, now, and I understand that. Now, God had a plan, and I mean, his plan is just awesome and powerful, and, and he got this thing, man, he know he can pull it off. And he knew uh, when he created you that you were going to be going through what you. He said, but you are a success. And the reason why you know that, because God don't make no mess and don't no creator create anything for it to fail. In the event that there's a failure, he come back and redo They call it a recall. In case something's wrong, God says, man, your stuff is guaranteed. In them, any event that you make a mistake or, or it look like it's a mistake, he said, listen, I got this. You just stay connected to the power source. Don't disconnect from the power source. You'd be like the woman who bought the refrigerator, who was, was a great refrigerator, but she forgot to plug it in. Right. And I don't care how I don't care how choice your meat is, I don't care how fresh your vegetables is, if you don't plug the refrigerator in, it's all gonna spoil. If you don't stay plugged into Jesus, everything you do gonna spoil. You gotta stay plugged into Jesus. Too often, man, we wanna unplug from Jesus and then life start to go haywire and we don't understand why it go haywire, and then God whispers in your ear and say, You need to repent now. You need to turn because you're going down the wrong path. Because I have an assignment for you. You ain't just anybody. I, I want you to know that you're somebody. Right? You got to understand. Say I'm somebody. All right. And now, when Jesse Jackson said it, said it was a coalition, he was just trying to motivate y'all. And then when I hit my iPad, it motivated me. Because I don't know what it said. It did, it did, some, it did something crazy like that. <laughs> I don't know what that is, Ross. But we're going to use this right here now. So now. Uh, so the next thing, here's what happened. Somebody hurry up and get this thing back, right? Now, so, because I can't see that far. Now, here's what it says, all right? It says, truly, truly, I say to you. Now, we, it's, everybody says it's about to get deep. It, hold on, let me do it this way because I, I got it right here. So it here says, truly, truly, I say to you. I mean, John, the 14th child, Oh, you guys can see it, right? Now, listen, this is important, all right, because I'm going to be done. I got to go a couple minutes over, but I'm, it's going to be good, right? Here's what I want you guys to understand something, because the title of the message, man, is the power of man. I want you to understand something, because so often, man, in religion, we forget and we make Jesus this deity, and we don't think we can do what He did. So we say this is Jesus, but Jesus is different because He's the Son of God, or Jesus is different because He's God in the flesh. I, don't expect me to do what Jesus did, because I ain't Jesus, Frida. That's what people say. Don't 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 put me on that category, but. I'm going to show you some days it's going to change your life, right? It's going to change your life forever because you're somebody. And the man, listen here, God knew. That's why he made Jesus a man. So he wanted to show you, man, that everything uh, that you, he did, you can do it. He said, uh, uh, and that's why it's called the, the power of man. So, he, so now watch this here in John the 14th chapter. He said, truly, truly, this is Jesus talking. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in what? Me. Everybody said believe in me. You got to believe that Jesus is the Messiah. That's the first thing. You got to believe when he went to Calvary, he died on Calvary. You got to believe that he rose again. You got to believe it from the bottom of your heart. If you don't do that, man, everything's going to stunt. It's going to stop. You got to believe it. So much so because he tells you it's a whole lot of benefits coming into believing who he is. Watch what he says. He says, uh, believe in me will also do the works that I do. Now, that's powerful. Now, the Messiah said to you, if you believe in me, now, when I believe in you, Mr. Smith, I really believe, right, in you. Uh, So much so, man, I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do. So, if you tell me to do this, I'm going to do it. So, Jesus, do you really believe in me, J.B.? He said, yeah, yes, 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 I believe you. He said, okay, you got to prove it to me. Now, Now, watch what he says. He says, and greater works than these will he do because I'm going to the Father. He said, I'm going to the Father. He said, because I'm going to the Father. I'm going to send you something that's going to transform the world and it's going to be through you. He said, I'm about to make you somebody. All right. Now, watch what he says. Here's what he says in verse 13. Whatever you ask in my name, this will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Then he says this. If you ask me anything in my name, i do it. And this is Jesus talking, right? So, now, he's he talking some tough stuff, man, to his disciples. Now, you got to remember this now. Uh, uh, he mean business, right? And coming to church is just not about coming to church. When you come to church, man, you got to realize why you're coming. Don't you just come in here. That's why I told you to begin, man, use your gift. You got to know what God, listen, when you're doing what God told you to do, he will transform your life forever. So don't don't let the devil trick you and think you just come here and hear the word and go home. No, because you got an assignment. Now watch this here. If, now here's the P, if, everybody say if. If. That's a big word because you may not do it. But if you love me, you will keep my what? That means whatever I told you, you're going to do it. Right? Then he says this, and I will ask the father and he will give you another what? Helper. To be with you how long? Everybody said forever. Forever. Then he says this. Even the spirit of truth whom the world, everybody said the world. The world is the people, man, who don't accept them, who's out there, man, doing them. They don't believe in Jesus. Some of them don't even believe in God, right? That's the world. That stuff is a bunch of hogwash, and don't believe all that. Here's what he says, all right? Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor know him. You know him for he dwells with you, and he will be in you. Right? Now, so, so, so when he's in you, everybody going to know he's in you. Right? And, and when he's in you, man, then now you can dominate. And you can have dominion. Now, watch this here. When he's in you, the power of God now working through you. So, the Holy Spirit is in you. Now, it's no longer I do it, but the power that lies in me, right? Now, this is important. So, now, God is in me. His Spirit is in me, working in me, right? You're talking about the power of man. Can you imagine God saying, I'm going to live in you, and I'm going to work through you? I chose you. Listen, God said, I chose you, man, before your mother even knew you. I had already chose you, and I ordained you for this ministry. He said, I already did this. Read, read the Psalms, right? Now, here, this is the good part. It's gonna get, everybody said get better? Now, here's what it says in Acts chapter 9. I want you to, this is important. Now, when we read this story, and I'm going to wrap this thing up, it's life-changing because you don't know who you are, right? And we, give, we don't look at Jesus for who he is. But Jesus was such a powerful entity, man, because we live in a day and time now, man, people don't want to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Uh, they, all kind of stuff on the Internet and all this kind of stuff, man, people don't have the faith in Christ. So people walk away from church. The Church is a faith. Then people ain't nothing but a bunch of hypocrites. Remember, they're talking about you. right? And, and, and when the Holy Spirit is working in your life, the world don't know. And the people that are saying it, they in the world. They don't understand it. Right? But you know. Now, get this. I want you to brace yourself on this ride. Because now you get to see the power of man, right? Here's what it says. Now, there was in Joppa a disciple named Tabitha, right, which translated means Dorcas. She was full of good works and acts of charity. In those days, she became ill. Now, this this is good. She became ill, Margaret, and she died. Everybody said died. Now, the only body who had raised some folks from the dead, man, was Jesus and Elisha, right? Now, Jesus had did it, but no man had done it, right? Now, watch this here. In those days, she became ill and died, and when they had washed her, they laid her in the upper room, right? So now we know she did. Now, they're preparing for her burial. Uh, Teresa, the woman is dead. Everybody said dead. dead. Now, Jesus is going back to glory, right? This woman is dead, and everybody's sad, but she's such a good woman. She's done so much for so many people. Right? Now, watch verse 38. Since Lydia was near Joppa, right, the disciples hearing that Peter was there. What do you mean by Peter was there? Who was Peter? Who, who was Peter? All right? Remember Jesus had a conversation with Peter? Say, who do men say I am? Then he asked Peter, he said, who do you say I am? And Peter said, uh, you are the Christ. He said, God revealed that to you. Man didn't. Now, this is a Peter. Peter is a man. everybody's a man. And and Peter was the one that was cussing. And he was the one that was a gangster, and he pulled his knife off and was cutting folks' ears. Peter wasn't playing. Peter was serious, but Peter was a human being. Everybody's a human. He was not divine. He was a fisherman. He was not a college. He was not a theologian, man. He was a fisherman from the hood. All right? And you know he's from the hood because he'll cuss you out and cut you. right? So... So, so he wasn't He wasn't nothing to play with, right? This is this is this ain't Jesus we talking about. We talking about Peter, right? Now watch. Now Peter was there. So watch this. It's to sent two men to him, urging him, "Please come to us without delay." Why are they call him Peter, right? Why don't they call God? Why don't they call on the Lord? Because God in the earth, he gave the earth to humans. And he said, listen, I want you guys to do my bidding in the earth. And listen to me. I want you to understand who you are. So when you commit your life to Christ, man, when you see people that are strung out and all this, here, and people in their words, don't think you can't do something for them. You got to believe the God that's inside of you. Right? So they sent Peter. They sent for Cussing Peter, and then Peter came. Right? So here's what verse 39 says. So Peter rose up went with them, and when he arrived, they took him to the upper room. All the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing tunics and other garments that Dorcas made while she was with them. So they said, we are so sad? But she was such a good woman. She did all this good stuff for us, and, and she had charity. And she, uh, so Peter listening, full of the Holy Spirit, Full of power. This is a man. Not not God, but he's a man, right? Now, here we go. But Peter put them all outside, and then he knelt down and had a conversation with the king. Frida, watch what he did. All right. And turning to the the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. Now, this is deep now. Don't y'all miss that part, right? So can we read this here and we blow over it? We don't realize that Peter just did what Jesus told him he was going to do. He said, the works that I do, you'll be able to do. And even greater works. Now, remember, Peter was just like you and me, right? But Peter was a man who had made a commitment to Christ so much so, man, he's willing to die, right, for him. And he, has, he was so locked into Jesus that he said, there's no other way. We don't have no... He said, what do we do? Do we turn back? Some people have walked away. Peter said, Man, we don't have nowhere to go. He said, we believe you and we believe in you so much that we're going to stick with you to the end. And we've never given up. And because they did it, he did it. God used Peter just like he used Jesus. I want you to understand what he did. He took Peter and he made, and just like Jesus, and he, Peter has so much power in him that he was able to raise this girl from the dead. Everybody say man. That's the power of him when you, commit, when you connect it with God. So don't you think, man, because some of you all ought to get up and, and don't do it. don't do don't, don't run because I know Teresa will take off, right? Now, some of you guys, man, ought to tell the truth. And tell people, man, that you was on your last leg. You didn't know which way to go. And Jesus came in your life and turned you around. It was a miracle. Yeah. It wasn't no way. Listen, somebody prayed for you, right? And, and somebody prayed for you or somebody laid hands on you. And God used them, man, and they, when they laid hands on you and they prayed for you, it changed your life forever. And you're never the same. You, you got to believe it so much. But you got to remember, man, you have that same power if you believe in Christ. So much so, man, that I sell myself, I die to me, and it come alive to him. It's important that you do it. I, I used to, I, me and my wife have a conversation about my kids sometimes. And I tell her, you know, like parents, it's just t- typical stuff. And, you know, I didn't tell me, just let me be me sometime. Right? So she'll say something. I said, Ardina don't you let it come out your mouth. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. You can't talk about Jesus then him. Y'all laughing. I'm serious. I said, you can't do it. You can't say uh, God is a deliverer and then AJ, he's so stupid, the boy ain't going to be nothing. You can't say the same. You can't do it. Listen to me. Because the devil hear you. And what he's saying is, I can speak life or death. Right? What's living inside of you? I'm telling you, this stuff is real, man. You know, that's why I was laughing. I was laughing about Tasha. Tasha didn't care what I said. She said, okay, pastor, I understand what you're saying, uh, but that ain't my son talking. She said, I ain't listening to none of you. I love you, pastor, and you're a good man. But I ain't budging off of this one. I know what my God can do. He didn't bring us this far to leave us. Right, now, now when he prayed, now watch this here. Now, look at verse 41. And he gave her his hand, and he raised her up. Then calling the saints and the widows, he presented her alive. Everybody say alive. alive. And it became known throughout all the Joppa, and many, what? Believed. Listen, when you operate in the power of the Holy Spirit, and you, listen, when God send you to a place and you minister to somebody, you got to know that you're going as an agent on behalf of the king. Right? And I already know, man, before I pray for you, man, you can get healed. I already know you can get delivered. It ain't I, but it's the Christ that lives in me. Right? And you got to believe that if he, if he can use Peter, why can't he use me? If he can use Paul... Why can't he use me? Now, now if you read, I'm I'm because I'm out of time, but I'm gonna go across the line real quick. I promise I'm gonna be out in about four minutes. Listen. So if you read the story of Jesus and Lazarus, Lazarus was dead, and he had been dead so long, and they said, wasn't the hope? And Jesus said, Lazarus, Lazarus, boy, come forth. He just told him to just come forth, right? So it so God used Jesus, the man. We always say God used. The Messiah, No, know, he used Jesus the man. The reason why he used Jesus the man because he wanted them to know, man, that the works that he doing, that you were going to be able to do it too. Now, I know people say, ah, oh, that's not going to happen, but it did, didn't happen. If you don't believe it happens like that, look at Acts 19, verse 11 and 12. And God was doing extraordinary miracles by the hand of Paul. Now, watch this here. So that even the handkerchiefs or aprons that had touched his skin uh, were carried away to the sick. And they were taking these handkerchiefs, right? Giving to the sick, right? And their diseases left them and the evil spirits came This is Paul now. This is the one who was going around arresting people and putting them in jail right. because they believe in Jesus. And God says, No, you're going to be one of mine. And now he's so powerful that his handkerchief. They said, Give me his scarf, cut his shirt up, whatever. But we just need a piece of his handkerchief because the because God was going to use a man. Now, now, remember, he wasn't saved in the beginning. He wanted to kill all the saints. Matter of fact, he was arresting them. Some of them they killed, they stoned, they whipped, they flogged, they did everything else under Paul's arrest, right? But here's the big thing when God changed him and he realized that he was locked into God, that same Paul was going around now doing the same work that Jesus was doing, right? Now, look, look at Acts 8 and 5 and 8. It said, and Philip cast out impure spirits, healed, paralyzed, and lame people. Read Acts, the eighth chapter. Peter was a deacon. He wasn't no elder. He wasn't even an apostle. He was one of the 12 to seven men, and he had so much power because he was so locked into Jesus that he was able to cast out evil spirits, he was able to heal lame men. He was able to people that's paralyzed. He could. Don't listen to me. You don't know who you are. When you you have what it takes to change the world. Do you believe it? Because the devil got you believing you're nobody. So we keep on living any kind of way. Because I don't believe God is who He say He is. So I'm not locked into him. I, 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 I can't do that. I don't believe I have that kind of power. No, you don't get it unless you're locked into him. Right? And then, so, uh, now look, look at Acts 5, 15. So they even carried out sick into the streets and laid them on cots and mats. That as Peter came by, listen, his shadow, man. Some people, they wanted to put in his shadow. They said, listen, this is limb in the streets. Listen, he has, so, they have so, he has so much power, Peter was bringing six folk, man, laying them in the streets. So if Peter come by, his shadow would heal him. Wow. This ain't Jesus we talking about. We talking about a man. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, you don't know who you are, man, when you lock into Jesus. When you really lock into him, you just, whoo way. That's why I told somebody, when I was younger, if I, listen, I was good, little hill, but if I'd have had Jesus, I would have ran through some folks. Because I, I knew I could do all things through Christ strength strengthen me then. I just thought I could do it through stew man. But if I had had Jesus, I would have really been something. Ooh, won't he will? Yep, he will. All right now, I'm going to wrap this up. Now listen, now watch, now I'm going to take you back before Jesus and watch how God word, Here's Elijah. All right, then he went up and laid on the child Putting his mouth on his mouth, his eyes on his eyes, and his hands on his hands. And as he stretched himself upon him, the flesh of the child became warm. The baby was dead. He laid on the baby and gave the baby life again. Listen to me. God uses men. That's why he says, man, the earth he gave to humans. You got to know who you are. So when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you said, for God, I live, for God, I die, you sold yourself out for him. You think God going to let you sell yourself out for him, man, and not bless you and not let you be a blessing too? You ain't going to have to want for nothing. You ain't going to have to need for nothing. That's why he told the disciples, when you go out, don't take a bag. Don't take no nothing. Don't take no money bag. Don't go nothing because I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to make the people take care of you. You just minister. Yes. That's the kingdom of God. Now, here's the thing, and I'm done. With it wasn't about religion. That's why they call the people the people of the way, right, because it was about the kingdom of God, right, because religion always wanted to divide folks. Jesus was trying to bring people together. He was trying to heal people. That's why you notice the church in Acts, it kept on what? Growing and growing and growing. But here's the thing. If you can show me in Jesus' ministry where he turned down poor people or people who were sick, who needed him, right, i, I stopped stop ministering. His whole ministry, man, he was showing them, man, what you was going to be doing in the future. He was showing you what you was going to be doing in the future when you lock into him. That you was going to be a game changer. Everybody's a game, game changer. So I challenge you today. If you know that you know that you have a relationship with Jesus and you know it and you've accepted him as your Lord and Savior, I challenge you, man, to really recommit or rededicate your life to him. Everybody stand to your feet. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, right, I want to challenge you to accept him as your Lord and Savior. So when when, when the praise and worship team says I'm chasing after him, I want you to really chase after him. I want you to say, God, I want you to be the Lord of my life. Today is the day that I'm turning my entire life over to you. I'm going to let the word of God, man, be the governing force of my life. The kingdom is God's governing influence. His agenda is the rule over every area of your life. Don't let the devil trick you into thinking that you can't make it unless you do something illegal. Don't, whatever you do, don't let the devil trick you. Today, let's bow our heads. Dear Lord, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for showing us in your word that you want to use people just like us, ordinary people, to do your work, to help transform the life of people that's out there that's far from you, who don't know you. Thank you for showing us in your word that you use people just like us to be able to do your bidding to help transform life. Lord, let us be that people with a heart and a mind and a desire, man, to see other people saved and delivered and set free. Lord, give us the power that we need in order to do the work that you want done. Oh, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for this great opportunity this Sunday morning for allowing us to hear this message showing us in your word that you work today in the hearts and minds of women and they can be ordinary and you can use them and make them extraordinary. Oh we thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I want to thank everybody. Give the Lord a hand clap. I want to thank everybody for coming out today, all those on social media that's coming, uh, following us today. Thank you so much for coming. I hope um, the message goes to your heart. And I want you to really revisit. When you go into your devotion, your prayer closet, ask God to bring you closer to him. What can I do, Lord, to really represent you? Thank you for everybody you put in my path. And let me be a word of encouragement. Let me be Jesus with skin on it. Everybody say Jesus, Jesus. with skin on it. Amen. Um, it's a time of giving. We ask you guys to support the ministry with your tithing offering as much as i You listen. I want to share with those people who are tithing. Give. Know that God gonna give it back to you. Just measure and press down, shake together. You gotta to trust the God of the Bible. Trust God. Everybody said trust, trust God. You trust God in so many other areas. You gotta trust Him with your finances. He's not gonna let you go without. I'm a living example. We can't do ministry at the level we want to do it, man, without your help. And some of you all have been absolutely amazing, right? But you know who you are. We just need your help. So we ask you to please, please consider being honest with God when you deal with your finances, just like you're honest in other areas of your life, right? That's important. Read Acts chapter 4, 5, and 6. It's important chapters, right, when it comes to giving. Lord, we ask you to bless Bless those who have the give and those who have not. If those who do not have, Lord, we ask you to create avenues so they can be able to generate an income so they can be a blessing also to ministry. Thank you for all those who have been supportive, and we appreciate you so much. Bless them, right? Bless they going and they coming. And as they give, don't let anyone be lacked in any area as they give. Oh, we thank you and we praise you. Lord, as we leave this place, but never your presence, continue to keep your arms of protection around us. Continue to bless us and let us be agents of change. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, if you got a mask, put your mask on your on your way out. Get a little hand clap. You can... Amen. If anybody needs special prayer, come up and I'll pray for you. Anybody needs special prayer, come up and I'll be more than happy to pray for you.